Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Welcome to Box Cutters Episode 4. I'm Josh Canal, and once again, Ross McQueen. Hi, everybody. And Brett Cropley. Evening, viewers. Oh, I'm loving this more and more. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Now we've got Dr. Nick Riviera and Hoax. Couldn't ask for more. Rivera, isn't it? Is it Dr. Nick Rivera? Yeah. Fine. Fine. I'll leave now, shall I? <laughs> this is when I leave. Today on Box Cutters. Well, actually, if you, if you haven't tuned into Box Cutters before and you're wondering what it's all about, we talk about television on radio for the internet. Mm-hmm. That's How does that make sense? Well, it's a podcast. Yes. That's radio on the internet. Ah. And we talk about television. Okay. That's basically so it. So it's not actually connected to where we are physically now recording it. It has no bearing on... Well... Of course, well, podcasts are like radio on the internet. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but we're in Australia. Yes. And we do focus heavily on what's showing in Australia. Mm. And, and we're in a radio station. We are in a radio station. But that has no bearing on the people listening to the to the show. Not yet. Not yet. No, that's true. Do you, do you understand how that works, Brad? Do you, so what happens is at the end of this show, you go and put it on a server somewhere, mm-hmm. and then other people download it. That's right. That's that's what happens. That's, that's how it happens. But why isn't it just TV for the internet? Because it's like radio. Okay. It's. Is that Ross? Were you ever confused about this? Ah, uh, no, you've explained it to me quite well. Right, and I, I wasn't think... confused. I'm just <laughs> I... devil's advocate. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize the devil even had an interest. <laughs> Today on Box Cutters, uh, we've got some news as always. Uh, Ross, you're going to talk about The Simpsons for a bit. Yep. Uh, we've got ads in I Don't Buy It. Mm-hmm. Some Ray Watch. Going to talk about Survivor because we didn't get a chance to last week. Some stuff about SBS. Uh, the announcement of our quiz winner from last week. The first one ever. The first box cutters quiz winner. And, uh, and uh, another quiz this do, week as well. Do you think they're excited? I think they are excited. Our, our enterers? Yes. Our entries. <laughs> entries? Entrees. Our entry sender. Hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Um, cocktail 6.30, dinner at 7. <laughs> Ladies, bring a place. <laughs> so that's Box Cutters. We talk about television. We're in Australia. Mostly it's about Australian networks. We do talk a little bit about what's happening uh, in the rest of the world of television, mainly in the US, where at the moment they're going through the opening of their fall season. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> again, this week I managed to find some stuff on my hard drive. Go figure. What's going on there? It's the little people putting it in there. <sighs> I don't know how technology works, Brett, but I love it. That's all I'm saying. We'll kick box cutters off with the news. The news. Yes, the news. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. I liked it so nice and played it twice. Welcome welcome to Box Cutters episode four. I'm Josh Canal. With me once again, Ross McQueen. Shall we just go straight into the news? Yeah, Forget about the bumper? I think so. I think so. No, that was the bumper. <laughs> I just liked it so right. much. Right. So. Right. I thought that was the intro. Oh, bloody. Okay. I, Hang on. First off in the news on Box Cutters, Blue Healers will return next year. 
Ah. There are at least 10 episodes scheduled for next year. <laughs> at least, which will bring uh, Blue Healers up to 510 episodes, beating Homicide mm-hmm. at 509. Blue Healers becomes... Is that the longest stage? running? Longest running at 510 episodes. So they're, I don't... Um, they're really showing their faith, aren't they, by renewing it for <laughs> 10 episodes, <laughs> one more to break the record, and we'll just see how we go from there. Yeah, I, I can imagine uh, Gus, the producer of... Uh, you know what? I, for the life of me, I can't remember his, uh, his surname. Ah, just the producer Gus of, from Blue Healers. Gus from Blue Healers. Uh, just going, come on! Let us break the record! Come <laughs> on! Come on! I've met him. He's not whingy like that, but... Yeah. You know, you never know what's going to happen in a, a meeting with Channel 7 executives. Now, I, I imagine there's probably also a uh, local content requirement that uh, they actually need uh, Blue Healers for them, wouldn't they? Uh, no, they don't. They don't? They don't. Channel 7 far exceed their local drama requirement. Mm-hmm. Channel 9, on the other hand, are stuffed mm. because the Alice has been axed. Oh, there's a shock. I heard about that today. Yes. What well, a shock. And, and uh, in, the, in the lead up to the axing, uh, they're going to move it into a much better time slot, 10.30 Monday night. <laughs> right. the, place, the place where series all go to die. <laughs> oh, bless Channel 9. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's costing them a lot of money to produce the Alice, I'm sure. Uh, but still, if you're going to spend that much money, why not make something good? That's what I've always said. <laughs> So, you know, Healers gets a return, the Alice does not. No, I read a little something uh, just today that um, because that's getting axed and because of Channel 9's local drama requirements, uh, that's maybe made up by Lil Oberon. Uh, which which I'm guessing is going to be next year's axing. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I watched the telly movie. The, oh, which the I haven't seen yet. I still have it on tape. I actually really liked it. Oh, really? I, I watched it and thought that it could be a new sea change. But you have mm. a thing for Sigrid Thornton. She's the makeup job's pretty effective. Yeah. In this. Um, yeah. She's she's not sexy, Siggy. Actually, I saw a photo of her in uh, in the local paper. Uh-huh. This week, she wasn't sexy Siggy there either. I think maybe her time has passed as far as sexy Siggy goes. Yeah, but I mean, uh, she'll, she's still an activist as far as uh, local content goes, which is and which is true, and that's film industry as well. And she does a great job at that. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can get her in. Okay, sure. Let's aim high. I might be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Yes. So, although although uh, reading around, there are some that uh, really don't like Little Lebron. Mm. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll it was have very uh, very mixed reviews, wasn't it? Did you see it? Oh, I didn't actually see it. No, mm-hmm. no. But um, I have been following the uh, feedback from it, and uh, yeah, very very mixed. Mm. Uh, Phil, Phil, Phil. <laughs> um, what else is in the news? Ah, oh, the sound of music uh, is going to be on that again. Was so talking, smooth. Talking not about uh, talking not about local drama. Um, I think the sound of music with uh, the screening on Channel Seven, which will be on the first of October, being this Saturday. Yes, my birthday. Feel free to send your cards and letters into theboxcutters at gmail dot com. I think the celebrations are going to be going on for it uh, being one of the rare ones that's actually been on all the networks. Oh, okay. um, has, the, has sound of music been on Channel Ten? Apparently so. Hasn't been on ABC or SBS, though. No, no, talking commercial. Right. Um, But uh, Channel 7 is selling it uh, as the great national sing-along. 
and uh, they're advertising to get the lyrics of the songs off the Seven website. <laughs> is is and this off the back of the Sound of Music sing-along version that uh, happened at some cinemas in London and Melbourne at least? Yeah, yes, it probably is, and it's just preceding uh, the re-release of the film on DVD, which is happening here for its anniversary in November. All right, give that to someone you hate. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Little Oberon, as we were, and I found the second news item, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the boss of, of Grundy's, Andrew Brooke, has resigned from Grundy TV mm-hmm. after nine years. Are they doing much work anymore? Grundy's, well, they've just uh, done Little Oberon, mm-hmm. and uh, they've re-released Sale of Century as Temptation. Yep, uh, which uh, is, has been getting up in the top tens uh, in the ratings. Yeah, it's doing very well. Mm-hmm. It's It's really won back its audience very quickly. And uh, they're also doing a, a bunch of stuff in New Zealand for New Zealand television. So Grundy's are, are still going okay. I mean, they, they were hit pretty hard when they lost Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Channel 9 took over the production of that. Uh, the reasons they cited at the time was that uh, Channel 9 was just pissed off about how Millionaire kept running long. <laughs> and then Channel 9 took it over and it runs long. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of running long, I like I, I like how uh, how star dancers, as I've taken to calling it, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. Yes, uh, they've they've the- rescheduled the time slot, so now it runs from eight thirty to sorry from seven thirty to nine twenty. That's only uh, this week. Next no, week. no, last week it was also nine twenty. No, 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 no. Next week it's running till nine fifteen. Right. So, so <laughs> as as a dancer gets kicked off. It runs five minutes less. And, uh, and what I really love about that is they still manage to run to 9.35. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. Um, hey, Channel 10 have a new Aussie drama, uh, medical drama, coming up starting October 13th. From the makers of Secret Life of Us, or from the producer of Secret Life of Us. Uh, so says the ad. And I can't think of her name. Uh, no, but you know it'll come to us. Who's the uh, actress? Called? Actress Justine Clark. Oh yeah, Ju- Justine Clark is uh, no the producer is. Oh, producer. Sorry, yep. um, Justine Clark is is starring at. That's correct. And that's called the surgeon. Yes, the ads say innovative, exciting, and it's set in a hospital. Who would have thought yes. a drama set in a hospital? Justin, if, if it's not a gritty cop drama or you know kind of courtroom drama, then hospitals. I'm trying to think of any other kind of genre that's being used or outback for the alice yes and is highly successful and blue healers for the combination of outback <laughs> and calm <laughs> uh justin clark gets a chance to cry i noticed in the ad uh now for, this is justin clark who she was rue in home and away rue mm-hmm. on home and away and she's uh she's been doing quite good things with play school recently and, and that's really boosted her, her profile she was also really? in yeah i thought they only had good actors on play school she was also an Australian movie from just recently, um, Look Both Ways. Oh, okay. She was the main. She well, maybe, maybe that helped more than mm, her, her play school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Channel 7 up in Queensland, I, as far as I know it hasn't happened in other states, are uh, localising their watermarks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how does one localise their watermark? It'll say well, they've seven, got the seven logo, and then mm. and the, the screenshot, screen cap that I've seen actually has Townsville. Underneath oh, yeah. the seven logo in the watermark. That's the whole news item. That's it. Yeah. Well, you know, good <laughs> um, luck. Good luck I, to them. I, 
I wonder if there'll be letters to uh, to their local guide. I'm sure there will. And uh, we know maybe, what city we're in. <laughs> maybe now that uh, SBS have joined the crew on uh, having watermarks, and you can't watch free to air TV without seeing a watermark these days, unless uh, you watch Channel all, 31 in Melbourne. Maybe they're all going going to uh, ramp it up a little bit. That's mm. what I'm hoping now for. Now that we've been trained, they can just mm. screw us anyway. What I'm hoping for is a, a full screen watermark. <laughs> No, no, just just the logo, but with the actual show as the watermark. Oh, that would work. That's mm. like they're doing for the that credits you, at the end of movies now. Exactly. That way you wouldn't forget what channel you're watching, would you? <laughs> no. I like uh, when we get American shows and we have competing watermarks between the mm-hmm. imported show and the local show. Or where, the they've, channel. where they've blurred out the Comedy Central watermark. Yeah, yeah. A little blurry yeah, bit I've, down in the corner. I've seen that. Uh, communications Minister Helen Coonan has rubbished speculation she will water down her media reform agenda. What? This was front page on The Australian yesterday. She's rubbished it. She's rubbished it. Really? In uh, in today's age. Well, Paul Keating uh, in The Age today on the opinion page and in The Australian had a big article um, saying why cross-media ownership laws are needed. Why they're needed? Mm-hmm. Wow, because they're so bad for us. They're really bad for us, the viewer, and the uh, the consumer of of media as far as information goes. And They're bad for us. How do you figure that? Well, uh, it's, it's, all about, uh, it's all about variety of information and diversity so that we can get as many different forms of information as possible Wait a minute, and make up our saying, own minds. It sounds like you're saying that, that to, to... Oh, sorry. Paul Keating was saying that cross-media ownership laws are good. Yes. That the... Removal of those laws would be bad. bad. Yes. Oh, I agree with him. That's fine. (laughs) Because basically then the situation will probably be that we'll end up with Packer and Murdoch owning absolutely everything. That's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, In addition to that, uh, there are talks this week that uh, that the government are going to push back their January deadline, uh, or sorry, their January moratorium, on the fourth free-to-air network and uh, extra multi-channel broadcasting, which basically means that uh, at the end of January we were supposed to uh, have new licenses going out for a fourth network or uh, mm-hmm. or new tenders for a fourth network, mm-hmm. and it's which looking... was one of the things that, that in yesterday's paper they were saying they weren't going to do. Yes, and uh, and uh, it looks like uh, with the pressure from Murdoch Packer and Stokes that it's quite likely that uh, that moratorium is going to be pushed back to an indefinite time period, which is great because we don't need a, a fourth network, do we? No, God, no. It's lucky we've got a uh, responsible government in power with control of both houses. Yeah, bless them. It's lucky we live in a police state. <laughs> and uh, Anyway, I've just got me. a uh, just a quick sidebar from what we were talking about, I think two weeks ago. Uh, we were talking about Temptation, the new sale of the century, and um, I made the point that when they had two new male contestants on, they weren't led down by any models. Mm. And one of you quite rightly suggested, or quite sensibly suggested, this may have been something that was edited out later. But I was watching a bit of Temptation the other night, and it occurred to me that can't be right because they still had the introduction, which goes for just as long, but instead of leading them down to the seat, it was while they were just in the seat. Oh, right. Mm. We might have to ask Lavinia this when she comes in. Yeah, well, uh, we are trying to get Lavinia on the show, so hopefully 
uh, we'll be able to do all of that, get all of that inside information. It was, uh, it was quite a good episode of um, Temptation when they went to the final round of Fast Money. One of the contestants was on $5, one was on $10, and the carryover champ was on $20. Meaning <laughs> you had a fair chance of winning by not answering any of the questions. <laughs> well, similarly this week on Jeopardy, I've been enjoying the, uh, the uh, Jeopardy University Championships or College Championships. And uh, basically trying to work out whether or not I'm smarter than a US college kid. It's pretty much a line ball. Pretty much a line ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're too clever. Oh, I'm glad that's line ball for you. I was trying to work out whether I was smarter than Australia's brainiest kid and I didn't come anywhere near. <laughs> uh, more to uh, something that I covered, uh, I think, in our first episode. Uh, the C7 court case is all uh, powering on with uh, lots of million-dollar lawyers making lots of money. Um, it has been alleged uh, Kerry Stokes um, has been uh, talking up some stuff and... Uh, Are you talking about $200 million? No, I'm not talking about $200 million. Um, okay. uh, apparently, uh, the whole action is going to cost uh, about $200 million. Yep. Uh, I think I, I signposted that. I think you did a while ago. Uh, Kerry, Kerry Stokes has said I've come said that uh, Pack has gone to him and uh, said I've come to tell you that we're going to take the AFL rights off you. We're all going to get together and take those rights. We don't really want to do it, but news are making us, Mister Pack has said, according to oh. Mister Stokes's statements. Uh, he's in response to that, Mister Stokes uh, said. I'm not going to be run out of my own country and Seven will remain a competitor. Several days after the meeting, Mr Stokes learned that he would not be getting the pay TV rights to the National Rugby League competition. Right. Mm. Well, uh, that in the Australian is, uh, is called ruthless, predatory and conspiratorial behaviour. Uh, the outcome of the court case could have a major impact on Australia's highly concentrated media industry, with Seven, the country's second largest television network, pushing for the dismantling of the current pay TV system to allow for greater competition. Mm. That, that is it. I, I've got a, an article here from The Australian by Mark Day. Mm-hmm. Remember a couple of weeks we were saying, what happened to Mark Day? He's running for The Australian. Uh, quizzed about the phrase, kill C7. Mr. Stokes agreed that the loss of AFL rights would effectively kill C7, but said it was not a phrase he had used, nor had he heard it used by seven executives. The questions led into this this exchange. Hutley, have you ever heard somebody saying, let's kill the opposition? Stokes, that's correct. Hutley, quote, let's murder these people who are your competitors. You say that is not the sort of language that passes for the normal banter of competition from time to time in your commercial dealings. Is that correct? I do say that. Says Stokes. Hutley, never heard anybody say of their competitor, we are going to kill them? Stokes, of course I've heard the word, but it is not the normal word I have heard or used in competition. Just let it go. Just let it go, is what I say. You've lost the footy, fine, you'll get it back. These things go around, stop your whinging, put your money towards making something good on television. Connected to that, uh, Steve Ballmer apparently has said he's going to kill Google. Oh, really? Yeah. How's he going to do that? And uh, some more of his nuttiness. <laughs> I'll put a link on the uh, the blog to uh, a little bit of video footage that uh, I've got of Steve Ballmer, and you can make up your own mind about whether he's completely lost it at right. times. I think he probably has. That's the news. Oh, oh, I like it. 
That was a rude one, Brett Crumpton. Simpsons, no. Ross. Simpsons, Simpsons. Yes, I'm going to talk all things Simpsons um, because I am a big fan of the Simpsons. I don't know, are either of you guys big fans? Or I'm- I wish I'd looked at the writing list because then I would have actually played this bumper. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, where's the pain? Oh, there it is. Very nice. That's not so much a bumper as just an episode of The Simpsons. (laughs) No, no, it's edited. Okay. I was thinking we could do something to do, you know, with the uh, stonecutters, box cutters, you know, reference, but um, the stonecutter song doesn't mention stonecutters actually in it at all, so. Ah. But, but we it, could have a box cutters. We do. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking. Something that, like that. And I that's like, uh, my answer to your question before, Ross. Yes, I'm quite the fan of The Simpsons. Right, excellent. Not as not as much of a fan as you are, because we both did the uh, the TV Week Simpsons quiz a couple of weeks ago. Yes, that's and, true. And you got 24 out of 24, and I only got uh, 19 out of 24. I even got the questions that didn't make sense, right? Yes, I'm still lost at stone cutters. Right, right. Well, for people like Brett. Explain the Simpsons, Ross. Are you a, are you not a Simpsons fan? I am a Simpsons fan, but yeah, I have you have you seen the Stonecutters episode? I don't think so. Ah, okay. Uh, it's the secret society that uh, all the members uh, of Springfield are a part of, except for Homer, and he wants to be part of it. Okay. No. No. Doesn't matter. You'll see it one day, I'm sure. <laughs> it's it's okay. a classic classic episode. I'm sure it'll be on Channel Ten three times this week. Mason's control the country. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I've just got a couple of things. Um, we have just, of course, seen the end of Series 16 here in Australia. I think uh, the last episode went to air on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. um, which was um, The Father, The Son and The Holy Guest Star, I believe, uh, which starred Liam Neeson as um, ah, yes. as a visiting priest. Uh, it wasn't uh, starring Liam Neeson as groundskeeper Willie, as the guide told me it was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, somewhat surprising that that wasn't right. <laughs> Scots, Irish, they're all the same. <laughs> um, look, this might be a bit controversial, but I think it's about time that uh, they let The Simpsons go. No. <gasps> I mean, wow. like I say, I'm a big fan, but I just think it's just going downhill. Uh, it's not what it used to be. Um, I mean, back in the day, we used to get together and watch it with a whole big group of about 15, 20 of us, and I used to have to then go home and watch it again that night uh, to get all the jokes that I'd missed that, you know, through all the laughter. Um, and I'd probably watch it maybe four or five times later. But, but Friends episode, Friends series one and two were like that, but they, they seriously went downhill. The Simpsons definitely hasn't plunged to... Uh, the levels of oh, you think so? Like you think so? But you see, no. I, I would, I would disagree. I, I can say that last week's episode, uh, which I, you know what, I can't remember what happened. I just remember Jason Bateman had his car stripped in a, a cameo appearance. Yeah, uh, which, which didn't have anything to do. Had with Had nothing to do with the episode at all. Can't remember what happened in the episode. I actually decided during the episode that it was more worth my time to go and get dinner ready than watch the end of the episode. And that's the first time that's ever happened in The Simpsons. Simpsons have had bad patches throughout yeah. the years, but they've always come good. And, and this last season, season 16, just has not done that. No, I agree. It's been on a downhill slide for some time. And a bad Simpsons used to always be good. 
um, but that can't be said anymore. Now, in fact, the opposite's true. A Good Simpsons is kind of, meh, there's a few funny jokes in it, but it is nothing compared to what it used to be. And I would suggest that they haven't had a good season probably since 2000. I'd say Series 11 was a pretty solid season. Um, but, yeah, I just think uh, it's becoming a bit of a parody of itself. Mm. Uh, I think... Um, yeah, it's, you know, just having a wink and a nudge to the audience and kind of saying, oh, look, aren't we crap, you know, being self-referential and whatever. I just don't think cuts it anymore. And, um, for example, I think Homer uh, is just, you know, they haven't managed to get the balance right with his character between mean and stupid, um, which it used to be. And I just think, yeah, I just think it's it's possibly time for it to go. Well, that's that's an interesting point that you make, the... the the characters, I'll talk more on Mike, the characters uh, were really well balanced and now Lisa's just a know-it-all. Homer's just a, a nasty doofus. Buffoon. Yep. A buffoon, thank you. Uh, Marge is just the winger. Winger with uh, getting more and more quirky. I just don't think they've got anywhere left to go with the show. And I think it's a, a, even more of a shame in that I think uh, Futurama, Matt Groening's, Groening's other uh, show was going from strength to strength when it got cancelled. But I just think, you know, uh, I think, yeah, I just think Simpsons has had its day. But you, you watch those three series of Futurama, four series of Futurama, sorry, three box sets, four series. <laughs> Uh, you watch those four series of, of Futurama and you go, well, I'm actually glad that it stopped when it did. Yeah. Because it's very rare that a show stops before it gets shit. And what you say, Brett, with, with Friends is right in a sense. Simpsons still hasn't hit that absolutely terrible level that Friends hit. But uh, because it was so good and so much better than Friends ever was, we hold it to a much higher standard. It's like if South Park had you know, seven dud episodes in a row. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm sure it would be a lot better than anything else on television, we'd still be going, well, come on. Has it really hit the skids? Yeah, but are they just going to make another reality TV show to replace it? Uh, Well, Fox won't. But they also won't make another cartoon to replace it. I don't think... uh, Are you saying it should just be kept purely because it's a cartoon in that way? Or... I mean, I agree that it's probably funnier than most sitcoms, but in that way, you know, um, they're kind of they're ruining their legacy, I feel. And I also think you have to let these things naturally take their course. There isn't going to be another fantastic series to replace The Simpsons immediately. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But Fox have taken some, some great risks in their in their time. One of them was putting The Simpsons on air in the first place. Another one has been this renewal of Arrested Development for a third season because it didn't rate for the first two seasons and there was a, a huge outcry from uh, from the, the populace with the Save Our Bluths campaign. They've put it on for a third season. I'm sure it's going to pay off. That will go well. But you've got to let, you know, you can't have a fantastic show starting every year. It just doesn't happen. And I don't think they've got any plans to get rid of The Simpsons, at least in the short term, uh, given that it's currently running third in the all-time longest sitcom um, category of shows. And so I think they'll at least try and get the record. They're going to do a Blue Healers? 
Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, just uh, as a kind of a sidebar to The Simpsons, um, Series 6 is about to come out on DVD. Um, oh, good one. Series 6 is a good series, but uh, I always get it a bit mixed up with Series 5 because when it yeah, was... Yeah, I, I have that problem. It, when it was first shown here in Mel- in, in Australia, they uh, they took Simpsons off the air for a year, Channel 10 in their wisdom. Oh, I remember that. And then played a mix of Series 5 and Series 6 together. But um, interesting thing... Thing is that uh, there's been a lot of fuss over the packaging of the box set, um, whereas previously they've just gone a, a um, picture of basically the couch gag um, box sets which fold out. Now they've gone for a big cutout of Homer's head, and apparently there are five more, so I'm uh, four more. So I'm guessing the other four Simpsons characters from the family will get the same sort of treatment, and will each grace a, a box cover. Um, but in the States, there's been lots of fuss, and even before they came out, there were people complaining about them. So now if you uh, send it off to a special website, you can get it replaced with a, uh, an old-style box. And have those boxes been released here? Uh, the novelty the novelty boxes. head ones, yeah. As far as I know, that's all that's been released here, although right. I'm yet to see one. But uh, I understand they came out maybe yesterday. So it could be a collector's item? Uh, it could be a collector's item, but Simpsons fans... Uh, not to say they're fickle or anything, but are complaining because the DVDs are hard to get out of the boxes. Right, right. But then, and that's also probably like saying that the first edition of the latest Harry Potter book will be a collector's item. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't buy it, Brett. Are you one of those that follows the Follows the Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. I'll go down on you. <laughs> I don't buy it. Um, I, I was talking about uh, this with you this afternoon, Josh. I didn't think that I had anything and then I thought about it for a second and uh, there's heaps. I've got a couple of ads, Josh. That's all I've got. There is heaps. Um, just an addendum to uh, something that we were talking about last week with uh, the anthropomorphization of body parts. Yes. Um, the Have you seen the follow-up uh, to his beer ad? No. Um, it's a new one with uh, a vacuum cleaner and a washing machine oh, fighting over seen, the yes. stubby and eventually uh, falling into the pool and uh, trying to get it off each other. Right, and what's the tagline with uh, that? Well, neither of them. They go into the pool and, and I assume they drown because yep. they are living creatures. Um, and, then, did... and then the guy kind of comes back. He's gone into a, this party. He goes back to the fridge to, to pick it up and sees it's not there and goes sees the pool and the, the pool cleaner sucker's got it. He pulls it out. And yum, I, yeah. uh... But I just don't know why the fridge gave it up in the first place. Well, I, I actually had a different take on it. Um, I, yeah, I, did they drown or did they just stop because they're inanimate objects and they were suddenly almost seen by the people? Ah, maybe. Mm. Maybe. I, but it did th- seem to, to all kind of come down. It, it might have be t- been timed with that. So I, I don't understand. Why are they fighting over the, the beer? Because it's so good. No, 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 but... So what happened? The fridge opened itself. No, no, the the uh, the vacuum cleaner, I think, first uh, opened up the fridge and, and kind of hoovered it down. Right. Hoovered it out of the fridge, and then the, uh, the little spin washing machine came up behind it and they had a punch on. But household... See, the tongue one, I understand, because mm-hmm. 
you know, it's all about the taste mm-hmm. was basically the idea there. The uh, white goods have no desire for beer. <laughs> it makes no sense. Apparently they do. Right. Except fridges. Right. I, clearly, I haven't done my research. <laughs> clearly. Did, did, did you find this ad uh, vaguely disturbing? I found this ad very disturbing when I saw I don't, it. For I the don't first find time. the Vega one disturbing either. It's no, no, sorry. Did you find this ad disturbing when no. you first watched it? No. no. Oh, I did. There was something no. quite I disturbing didn't. about it. I don't find the tongue one disturbing. Oh, I, I quite like the tongue one, but there was something <laughs> Although quite. It's, it's a little bit too much like a slug. I hate slugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there was something quite disturbing about uh, yeah, yeah, the household appliances going at it. For this beer, yeah, it's just another cokey after Friday afternoon down at the advertising agency, and they need to uh, build their client again. I reckon. <laughs> I've got this great idea: <laughs> a washing machine. <clears throat> what I hate about the tongue one, and you know, this is a, a personal thing. Clearly, the the tongue's on the road, and then it's in the ashtray, and that, that's disgusting. It's got a protective coating of that's, sludge around no, it. No, it's disgusting. Mucus. It's just it like gets, the slugs. It gets straight back into his mouth. Yep. <laughs> um, so unhygienic. Just a quick one on the uh, Pantene shampoo ad. Mm. Uh, I think they might be losing some of their audience with uh, some of this technical terminology that they're using. Um, apparently it's a special one for buffy hair. <laughs> <laughs> so that's for me then. <laughs> but that's the technical terminology. Right. I just don't... I, I, I had to look it up. Um Easy off BAM. Have you guys seen this ad? Oh, Which I, one? Which one's it? <clears throat> okay. The, the lines. It's the, one of my favourite ads. One of my favourite ads at the moment is Easy off BAM. It opens up, I'm Martin Grellis. And he starts talking about Easy off BAM. Um, I had no idea who Martin Grellis was. Easy off BAM is, is a cleaning product. Okay. You spray it on. You, and s- you spray it and wipe stuff, stuff. off. Yeah. Oh, so it's like Easy off BAM. Yes. Yes, right. that's it. But there's, but there's no comma. Right. <laughs> no, it's just easy off, bam. There's no comma like in what? A lemon. <laughs> I think um, I, I think that, uh, well, I, I had no idea who Martin Grellis was. Looked him up. He was crew on The Matrix. <laughs> and he's done uh, three, three guest roles on, on Sobeys. I think one on Blue Healers. Right. A couple of others like that. But he's also the easy off BAM guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to you know you you don't you don't watch a McDonald's commercial and the chick going out and doing the vox pop. She doesn't say hi. I'm Miriam Webster and <laughs> on the road. That's a why the why the hell is is Martin Grellis telling us who he is? Maybe he's trying to build his profile and thought that if he snuck it into the ad, firstly seeing how cheap the making of the ad was that they weren't going to bother editing it out because they needed the time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and that he was going to get his name on. You think it's he been, just snuck it in? Yeah. It's been shown in high, high profile peak viewing time. Well, this is, this is the thing. They, I think, because my theory with the Easy Off Bam ad and one of the reasons I love it so much, other than the title of the, of the product, which clearly someone <laughs> has spent a good 30 seconds thinking up that one. Bam! That's it. Uh, is that they've spent no money on the production of the ad, mm-hmm. but clearly spent it all on placing it on television yep. because it's on between seven thirty and nine thirty, at least twenty million times. Yep, yep. I've counted twenty million. Um, it's it's kind of 
It's kind of a good indication why, even even with commercials not from overseas, where they have to revoice them to get rid of the accent, why they use models to to do the on screen bit with voiceover people that they sync the voice with. Mm. Um, in this case, he's not particularly good looking, and and his read style is just appalling, and he's kind of neither fish nor fowl, and uh, it's. But. Based on his resume, as you read out earlier, <laughs> maybe pilot. maybe he worked for Snacks. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. The other thing is uh, they, they have a number of demonstrations through the commercial and uh, they have a board of some sort. And I don't think it's a whiteboard and they write in, in permanent marker, one would assume on the whiteboard, <laughs> spray it spray it with the easy off bam. And then if you freeze frame it, they've actually done done a cut <gasps> with that the hand with the sponge over the top of the word, so you can't actually see anything and it wipes across and everything's gone. But it's right. so clearly wrong. Like that not a true demonstration. And there's no little disclaimer down the bottom saying, just for demonstration purposes. <laughs> ah, that's interesting. Mm. That's Maybe we should uh, tell the ACCC. I think we should. And is there a guy there who, when it comes off easy, says, BAM! No, no. Oh. It's always easy off BAM. Oh, okay. You can't just say BAM. You can't it's easy, off, it's bam. easy off BAM. Branding, 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 branding. Easy off BAM. I want to buy some of that branding. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, talking about McDonald's... Uh, their ads at the moment um, going on about uh, McCafe and being able to get a coffee at McCafe. Uh, the line in it, uh, talk about good coffee, relax and recharge at McCafe. It's interesting that they're not actually saying that they have good coffee at McCafe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm guessing it would just be regular McDonald's coffee. <laughs> and I'd, I'd, Which is, the flavour well, of that coffee is black. They're, they're advertising this at peak viewing times once again. As I assume that they've done something to, to change it from just, you know, the filter crap. Um, but I, I suspect that they don't all have a little espresso machine in the stores. And even if there was, the 15-year-old kid that's actually just working at McDonald's for VCE credits isn't going to be making you a decent coffee. On that, on that note... Mm-hmm. Yesterday on Jeopardy, they referred to the people who work at Starbucks mm-hmm. on the coffee machine mm-hmm. as baristas. Well, a barista is the word for a person who makes espresso coffees. No, a barista is the word for a person who was trained as a barista to make espresso coffee. <laughs> Whereas if you're okay, just trained by Starbucks to make espresso coffee, you're just pressing buttons and getting coffee out of a machine. True. There is a talent, a skill, an art mm. to being a barista. I should and, know. I am one. Well, and yeah, if, if anyone out there has ever met a barista, they'll know how arrogant they can be. They're like chefs. It's like having a pastry chef, but just for the coffee machine. And, you know, a true barista will never serve a soy latte or a half-calf, decaf, what-calf, soy, goat's milk, cheese latte... <laughs> With lemon. They'll never do that. Cheese lattes are yummy, though. Yeah, I know. You love them. You love them, Brett. Anyway, sorry. that Off topic, but just a gripe. They're not baristas. They just fucking work at Starbucks. Or McCafe. 
Don't believe them. They're not going to give you a good coffee. No. Um, and the last one was actually something that occurred to me uh, just as I was driving down tonight. I'd forgotten to make some notes about it. And in fact, I didn't go and, and check out what the actual product name was. It's for these, these personal moist wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the ad? No, I haven't. I, it's, it's Kleenex or yeah, something like that. <laughs> where where you've got, you've got this guy walking into a bathroom and he sees a new holder on the wall next to the toilet paper holder and and it's got a, kind of got a, a little cover on it and he opens it up and then it uh the shot switches to outside and 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 he gets flushed you down just the hear this this kind of circus hit the hit the thing and, and get the ding and then this splash yeah like he's fallen in the toilet like he's fallen in the toilet they're advertising these things as refreshing. There's nothing more refreshing than falling in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why we need it. I don't get why there has to be a new container built into the tiles next to the toilet that has these personal moist wipes. Basically wet ones for your ass. Uh... You know what? I can't think of a reason either. I was, you know, in that, you in see, that short you see, moment. You obviously haven't tried them because when you try them, obviously it's it's like a circus, judging from the sound effects. <laughs> and therefore, the product well, speaks for itself. Do you see kind of, kind of getting a, a Monty Burns type trap door and falling into <laughs> a, a pool of freezing water isn't what I would consider a pleasurable experience. But uh, so what? What are they suggesting that you use this after the toilet paper? Mm-hmm. That's what they're suggesting. Mm-hmm. I don't want my ass to smell like lanolin. There you go. But, you know, maybe maybe that's it. just me. Ross looked at me like, oh, Josh, you're the only one. Yeah, I think you are. Right. <laughs> and I'm not going to buy it. Right. Shall we, uh, shall we do some rewatch? Uh, yes. Hello and welcome to Today Tonight. I'm Naomi Robson. First, foul language. Is it acceptable or should people's mouths be washed out with soap and water for swearing? To fucking drop it in at the last minute, it should be able, you should be able to read every yeah. fucking word, every comma. It yeah. should be very specific. Yeah. Yep. Because if we've seen it before, it's got a chance in our mind to go, oh, yep. look, they've fucked oh, up exactly, this, they've fucked yeah. up that. But if you've never seen it before, it makes no sense. Yeah, no, exactly. But it's just, I think they have just a contempt. Oh yeah, it's like, oh fuck you, you know, like bad luck, you'll just have to, you know, yeah. walk the minefield yeah. and come out I mean, looking Brett, okay. Brett, yeah. Fed, fed down, not yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've got a new favourite bit. He says the word contempt, he says it's like they've got contempt. And she then explains it as, yeah, it's like, fuck you. Like, just in case, she thinks that he didn't understand what contempt meant. He himself having said it, that's, uh, that's <laughs> Naomi Robson, and that is the introduction to Raywatch for this week. Uh, can I start? Josh, please start. Yes, Thank you. Because I've been doing, once again, we've had the scheduling of, well, I don't buy it next to Raywatch. Brett, maybe I've that's because, too much. maybe <laughs> that's to. because, yes. earlier today when I said, what have you got for the show, you said, I've just got a couple of ads. Still, you don't need to put them and together. And so I thought, I don't could need put, to put them together. I could put Raywatch after I don't buy it. And because mm-hmm. I'll be doing Raywatch this week, there's no need for that separation. That's what I thought. I don't buy it. Okay. <laughs> We're not going back to that. We've just done all that. <clears throat> uh, I, uh, for some reason, flipping around this week. You're flipping, flipping around. 
At were you, 6.30. Were you just flipping on your cable or were you flipping free to wear? I was flipping to free to wear. Oh, my God. I flipped. Oh, of course, because Rock Hall's finished, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes, Rock Hall has finished. And interestingly, on Rockstar NXS, on the last episode, they said, and register now for next year's competition. And I want to know what band. <laughs> <laughs> what no, 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 no. It's just going to be NXS again. Is yeah. it going to be NXS again? <laughs> That's the kind of rate that they go through lead singers, yeah. Or, yeah. or is... Is the other guy from Savage Garden going to start to look for another singer? <laughs> that, um, that rated very well, apparently, too. Rockstar in Excess. Rockstar in Excess, yeah. It was, they had, uh, it was a good show. The final episode, they had um, 500,000 viewers, which is pretty big for uh, an Australian cable show. Yeah. And uh, apparently it was newsworthy worthy enough to get on page four of the newspapers. Well, it was, uh, it was in the first 30 seconds of Channel 10 late night news. So. Oh, my God. So it, it, it was on all the networks, though, yeah, all the networks. Sorry, I was it. talking about real news organs. <laughs> right. Well, uh, Channel 10 don't do news, do they? <laughs> well, going, going back to real news, current affair on Today Tonight, flipping mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. at uh, at around 6.30, mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah. a current affair have mm-hmm. this, uh, what are you doing? You're, you're doing the guy with Naomi. <laughs> a current affair. It's just like contempt. It's, yeah, because it's like... <laughs> a current affair have, uh, have this article about memory and how to improve your memory. Okay. And For the kids? For the world's brainiest kids? No, no for oh. everybody. Everybody? For everybody. We can according, all do it. According to a current affair, they say according to new research carried out at the University of New South Wales, mm-hmm. older people have just as good a memory as younger people. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, and they talk, then they go on to talk about the study, and then they talk about a current affair spoke to Jennifer Goddard, fa- facilitator of the Australian Memory Championships, and a memory aid communications expert. That's what was on a current affair, and I thought, right, what a crock of bull, mm. and flipped, flipped it to uh, to today tonight, and this is all of a current affair in today tonight. I saw during the week. This is it. Today tonight had. Australia's memory champions have no trouble remembering things like where they left the keys. Convener of Memory Sports Championship, Jennifer Goddard, said everyone, blah, 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 exactly the same woman, exactly the same article, exactly the same orange shirt. <laughs> you know what I, th- I find the curious Sorry. thing about that? Blouse. <laughs> Um, the curious thing that I find about that is that uh, in, in the, was it Current Affair first? Um, well, she was she was saying that there's new, this new study that old people can remember as much stuff as young people, but if she's actually dealing with people that are in the memory championships, obviously they've got the the people that have a, a better endowed in that field. Yes, yes. I don't I don't know if that was because I you know what I didn't really watch it long enough to I just went that's ridiculous. The same thing on both channels. At exactly the same time, and I mean exactly the same time, and it was clearly just an ad for this Buzan Center Australasia mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. that uh, specialises in in memories and and improving your memory. And Channel Seven had this thing that uh, memory coach Chris Lyons was able to remember the exact order of a pack of fifty two cards in under two minutes. And I'm thinking at the same time. Yes, and has simultaneously been struck off the list of every casino in Australia. Oh, well. That's it. Oh, well. <laughs> That's my Ray Watch. That's all I saw. That's all I'm ever going to say. Uh, my Ray Watch uh, was away from the dailies Ooh. and over to the weekly. 
Have you watched 60 Minutes in the last 10 years? Not since Tough Titties, Brett. Tough, Not since really? Tough Titties. The Orange People? Yes. Wow. Bugwash, what I... And Mike Willisey. Tough Titties was, was big news on the Taliban. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a bit of a, a report that they imported from uh, their US branch on downhill skiing and uh, how crazy these guys are and they're going so fast and uh, going up to 150 miles per hour. I didn't uh, quite do the, the conversion on that, nor did it did uh, 60 minutes bother to convert from miles per hour to kilometres per hour in this metric society <laughs> that we find ourselves. And that they also find uh, face wind speeds of up to 100 miles per hour, which is just like... I thought the timing on this was impeccable. A Category 5 hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um, then there was a, uh, you know, uh, fostering some fear in the community with a, a report on a murder-suicide case from years ago. Um, I can't remember the years, but uh, apparently there's new evidence and, and the, the husband, they're saying that he did it. They found him as a carpet layer somewhere out in FNQ and uh, had a bit of a chat to him, did a bit of foot-in-the-door journalism there. Um, what, which was, you know, what they normally do. He denied it. Um, the daughter that had given him an alibi was taking that back. Um, I don't think anything will actually happen on it. But um, the reporter, and I... I didn't go through and find the... Who, who's the reporters on 60 Minutes at the moment? Oh, I couldn't tell you. The one that reminded me of no. Tracy Kuro, um was speaking to the mother of one of, of the victim that wasn't the wife and, you know, saying, tell us what happened, <laughs> blah, 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 and she was telling and then got all choked up and, and cried. <laughs> Camera didn't move. Camera just watched her yeah, cry. Yeah, of course. Until uh, your reporter just in the background goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you are. I think that's exactly what you wanted. Well, that's biting, Brett. <laughs> and Peter Harvey. I didn't know that Peter Harvey had shifted to 60 Minutes. Well, he's, oh, I still thought of Peter Harvey Canberra. Well, he hasn't been doing Peter Harvey Canberra for a long time in Melbourne. I didn't know what happened to him. Um, but here he is at the end of 60 Minutes, kind of doing these, it seemed like the letters section. Uh, on the show that I watched, um, talking about fuel prices and talking about the the story from the week before about skunk, kids smoking skunk, which is uh, your ultra-strong marijuana. Oh, right. And uh, how they're having psychoses and, and all that sort of stuff. That's, um, that's probably because their parents put them into childcare. <laughs> exactly. That's... That's I can't th- bl- for people who aren't aware, that's a throwback to uh, something we are talking about a couple of weeks ago. Click on the other link. Episode yeah. one. Episode two. I'll fight you. It's one of them. <laughs> but um, I, I found the one thing about, about his report was uh, the redundancy of uh, talking about kids starting to smoke this skunk from the age of 11 or 12. Mm, maybe because they don't earn enough pocket money. Either, either they're then. starting from as young as 11 or they're starting from as young <laughs> as 12. They're not starting from as young as 11 or 12. You could say from as, from as young as 2 or 24. <laughs> it would mean the same thing. 
I get your point. <laughs> I just um, I saw a bit of um, today tonight just quickly as well, and I just wanted to say uh, it has to be just quickly, Ross, or it, else you get, go blind. It is very quickly. Um, they did an expose on fruit juices, mm-hmm. which is better for you: the uh, type you buy out of the bottle or the fruit juice type that you get in the shop. And um, like from from a juice bar, from a juice bar, yes. And or the reconstituted concentrate Brazilian oranges kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. And so they got to the end of the show and um, the results were exactly the same. And they came back to Naomi. Hmm. Well, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> Coming up on today, tonight. <laughs> Whatever happened to Patra orange juice? Do you remember Patra? Yep. It had the pulp in the It bottom. had the pulp yep. in it. Yep. Yeah. Ah, uh, good times. Know. Probably those Brazilian oranges. Have you seen like 36,000 tonnes of, of naval oranges have been dumped up in Queensland? Really? Yep, which the farmers grew on the recommendation of the government saying that uh, trade talks were underway and so there would be this massive market in China and a couple of other countries opening up. <sighs> Never happened. They dumped 36,000 tonnes of oranges. Wow. Eat your oranges, people. What's going on? Well, we don't eat that much. Um, and in fact, they, they, they cut back on the Valencias to, to grow the navels because that was the preference. What difference does it make? What difference does it make? Box cuts, 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 Coming up later on Box Cutters, we'll be talking about some new shows. And don't forget, we'll have the quiz. We'll announce the quiz winners. And... What do you want, Brett? Go on. We'll we'll announce the quiz winners later on in the show. All that and more coming up on Box Cutters. Box Cutters. Just wanted to just wanted to have that ABC kind of break and and coming up. If I'd known if I'd known we were doing that, I would have I would have been smoother. But I didn't know. It sounded like you were going to do that. Yeah, no, I was, I was just going to... And then go... I saw kind of as you were partway through it that you weren't going to go there, so I had to jump in. Well, and fair enough, too. The, uh, the viewers are cottoning onto that. The letters in the Green Guide have started this week. Yes. Two yes. letters about it. That's true. We'll, uh, we'll get to that later maybe on in the show as well. Maybe they've just listened to box cutters and, and maybe they're <laughs> taking our ideas and writing in letters that we should be getting published. <sighs> this That's... is just like your idea that your letter about... 3LO, was it? Or who did you write? Yep. Did you let yeah, yeah. Went straight to the top. <laughs> Skip the green guide. They send it straight to the radio station to implement your ideas. Yep. Strangely enough, Stubbs is not there. Yeah. Helen yeah. Rays is uh, sitting in for Stubbs. Oh, right? yeah. Great. Well, we really need that filthy albino. And I'm not sure what's happened to Stephen Mayne. Stephen Mayne was doing uh, Virginia this week, apparently, but uh, Libby Price has actually been in the chair today and yesterday. It's better than Steve Price. Who's uh, the producer of uh, the program. So obviously something's happened with Stephen Main and they haven't had anybody else organised. Maybe Stephen main has been sued again. It has happened a lot in the past. Has it? Well, he doesn't own Crikey anymore. So he no, no, no. Be... St- Stephen Main has been sued a number of times. He lost his house. It was, it was all terrible. Uh, but you know what? What? He's a survivor, Brett. He is. <laughs> he could be on one of those reality TV shows. Well, there is one called Survivor. Really? It's up to season 11. And Ross has been busting a gut to talk about it for the last two weeks. I have. Very exciting. Survivor. It's, um, okay. You've got a you, couple of minutes. You're, you're a big fan of Survivor. You've watched 
I am you said you said you've seen every single bar one episode. Bar the very first episode of the very first Survivor, but I've seen everything else, and I'm a big fan. And um, yeah, this series is looking pretty good. It's hot off the satellite, as Channel Nine keep advertising it, which I uh, I, I love that uh, terminology. Is the things uh, shows actually hot when they come off the satellite? No, but the if satellite, they're making a big deal of it, the satellite they must dish. be fearful about the amount of people that are downloading stuff. That, yeah, well, because it's, um, I think it's maybe five or six hours after it goes to air yeah, in it, the States. it goes to air Thursday night uh, in the US and we get it Friday night. So that is only a few hours. So that explains the scheduling. I thought Friday nights were really weird. Yeah. but And that's also why they repeat it on a Sunday because Friday nights are weird. Although, mm. interestingly, that uh, repeating has gone from uh, one o'clock in the afternoon to 1am. A, 1 what? week. Probably because it doesn't matter. People are going to tape it. How anyway. can they forego all that all that advertising revenue from the advertorials? Adver- <laughs> What's the word for it? Infomercials. Infomercials. Thank you. Um, because I think they've they're having to rejig their schedule a lot now that the uh, footy season's over and they right. can't do as many sports shows. And seeing they're still running scared. Yes. Indeed. Now the the first the first episode of Survivor I saw this of yep. of series eleven. It was. This was. Full on. Yeah, it was very, very tough. I've got a uh, quote here from uh, Jeff Prost, which was saying that... Uh, Jeff Prost is the host. Host, indeed. Uh, we've been accused of the host. <laughs> we've been accused of getting too soft. On this one, we decided to return to our roots and make it as tough on the survivors as possible. Now, this just sounds like a bit of, you know, Blah, 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 crap. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, Jeff. Just play the show. Yeah, it sounds like a bit of only five days until Australia's greatest new show ever and it's, you know, beyond tomorrow or something. Yes. Um, <laughs> but um, this, this Survivor series is actually very tough. So far, it's been, uh, it's been a good series. They're, they're really caning the contestants. They uh, started off with a 24-hour hike through the jungle. It was 11 miles. 11 miles through the jungle with a dodgy map and a compass. And, um, yeah, the team that won uh, actually, yeah, had a lot of people falling over and um, bad problems with cramping and all that kind of stuff. It's actually, yeah, it's very, um, it's looking like a good series so far. It's it's quite exciting. And there's also that other twist. There is the twist with Steph and Bobby John, who are, of course, the uh, the best of the losers from uh, last time Survivor actually getting, uh, getting a gig again to play again, one on each tribe. So, um, mm. yeah. I think that's. I, I actually think that's a pretty good twist. I think if anybody deserves another go round on Survivor, it's those two. So. Well, it's definitely Steph. I mean, she she was hardcore. Yeah, Bobby John too. Bobby John, uh, he's 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 not blessed with the biggest brain capacity. I no. don't think, but he but he's a good player. And so he works we, hard. Are we talking about second and third or third and fourth? Because no, 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 no they up. they uh, they were both on the losingest tribe to ever be on Survivor, and Steph was the final remaining person in that tribe before the tribes merged. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that the other team got rid of their first player was because they decided they had to have a double a double tribal council. Otherwise, the um, the other team went through unscathed and would have picked them off all one by one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was, that, it was pretty full on. And highly uneven. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, and just a quick trivia note. What's the biggest danger from being on Survivor? What's uh, what is most likely to kill you? Ross River virus. No. Dehydration. No, falling coconuts. <laughs> really? Yeah. So there was a, I was reading an interview with the doctor from Survivor, um, a, an Australian doctor who does all their, uh, you know, sets up their mini hospital there, and he said, yeah, apparently, um, yeah, coconuts are the biggest 
problem. And the second biggest is, of course, overexposure because lots of the young ladies particularly, I think, tend to uh, take all their gear off for fear that they won't be on the show long enough and uh, won't get to start their modelling career. Right. Overexposure. Oh, overexposure to the elements. Not to the media. No. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is an interesting thing about Survivor is they do have a a whole hospital uh, somewhere where, where they're situated. But still we see every week people are really sick and injured and they don't seem to recover as quickly as they would with medical attention. And I don't know what's happening with the editing there or how desperate people have to be before they seek medical attention. But there is some kind of problem there. Maybe it's only in case of poisoning or snake bite or something like that. And are they actually treating people for fallen coconuts? Uh-huh. That we don't that we don't know about. How many people have how many how many people shouldn't actually have got through to the end because they've been wiped out by a fallen coconut, but then got patched up by the the island hospital, but none of that's actually shown in the series. Uh, so so what you're saying is they're not really true survivors because they've got the the option of the medical mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Five that's, of them, five of them have been hit by <laughs> fallen coconuts. <laughs> And uh, so, uh, that Survivor, anything else uh, about Survivor, Ross? No, good series, get on. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Friday nights on Channel 9 at 7.30. Box cutters. You boys have... Uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it! Cut it! Don't do that! We'll Mike. fix that up. Later. Don't do that. We will, yeah. We're still in rehearsal, aren't we? Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, I was going to say... You boys have uh, both been across some new shows that have been on television this week. Yes. You have, you haven't, Brett. You should have. I haven't seen. It. No, maybe, I, I'm, maybe I'm getting us confused again. I haven't forgot to. What do you think that I've seen? I forgot to type Arrested Development. He's probably getting us confused again. I've seen some new shows. Well, and I've and I've seen some new shows. Ah, ta- right. But we were talking about SBS. Is that no? Okay. No, that's remember when Ross said cut it. Oh, that's what that was oh, about. I have a premonition that oh, maybe we'll be talking about SBS next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about SBS next week. Well, some people are saying maybe SBS should be run by the ABC. Just be a little subdivision. Okay, we'll talk about SBS <laughs> now, Brett. <laughs> or maybe sold. That's just that's just the chatter that I'm hearing. Or is, is that it? The chatter is that the government's looking to do something with it. Right. Mm. Okay, interesting. Well, it's owned by the ABC. It won't have any money to do anything. Yes. And it'll be screwed. If it's sold, it's going to be full of ads. It's going to be screwed. Yeah. Oh, well, I've got a few things to say about it, SBS. So maybe we should um, go over that a bit more in depth next week. But that would be very interesting. Tune in then. Yeah. New shows. New shows. <laughs> um, did Box cutters smooth every week. <laughs> no, don't, don't do it. Um, did either of you guys happen to see any of the new shows from last week? I saw Brainiac. About? Oh, I didn't actually see that. How was that? I. You know what? I... I think I've mentioned before on the show, in a past life, I was a scientist. Right. I, I do have a science degree, and, and there was mm. a time when, when I did science. This show claims to be science, but I will be a monkey's uncle if there's any science on that show. It is really just terrible and teaching appalling scientific practice. Now, where and when is Brainiac? Brainiac is Tuesday nights on Channel 10 at 8.30. It's before Rove. Yep. Tuesday nights or Wednesday? Tuesday nights. Um, Rose Tuesday. It is on Tuesday nights. Yeah, Tuesday nights on uh, on Channel 10 at 8.30. And oh, they just do stupid experiments. And it's an English show. I thought it was an Australian show. But oh, is it English? It's an English oh, okay. show. 
And is it influenced by, um, uh, as Brett was saying, by, by Mythbusters? Quite possibly. They do focus a lot on blowing things up, and they take a lot of pleasure out of blowing things up. But it's hosted by this ponce who uh, who pretends to talk about things in a scientific context. And uh, and one of the experiments they were doing was what foods produce the smelliest farts. But Adam Spencer's got to be doing something on the media. Yeah, it's and it, you know what. I, Adam Spencer would be a lot better. And, really? And that's the first and last time anyone will hear me say that. He would be a lot better than this guy because Adam Spencer cares about science and, uh, and would probably make sure that things happened properly. This is terrible. As I was saying, one experiment was, uh, was who would do the best fart. Oh, sorry, what foods would make the smelliest farts, but they didn't have the same person eating the foods. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't really any way to measure how bad a smell was either. There's really no science in this show whatsoever. It's nothing but speculation and error. That's Brainiac. Uh, well, speaking of Adam Spencer, I actually saw a bit of um, Joker Poker. Oh, how was that? I actually thought that was all right. Apparently um, you can't shuffle. No, apparently not. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I actually quite enjoyed the show. Um, I thought the comedians were very unfunny, being comedians. But um, I'm, I'm a sucker for card games, um, and I didn't know previously much about poker. But Did you know any of the comedians? I, I did know, uh, I kind of know of them and I've seen a bit of them. I think they had uh, Hamish and Andy. Both who, of them. Uh, both of them. Yep, both of them. Um, They're both back very together funny. once again. Because they've been doing spits, uh, Spicks and Specs separately. Radio, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just thought the comedy section really kind of, the comedy parts really fell flat, but it was, was very... Was um, Michelle Laurie on that episode? No. Okay, because I know she has done one episode. Are they doing stand-up or just kind of riffing as they're... Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of just improv stuff, which kind of, yeah, just falls flat. And there's a, there's a live studio audience to, to kind of guffaw at their witticisms. But, um, yeah, no, I just thought... Um, I thought the interesting part was they had Adam Spencer there commentating uh, with a poker champion, and it was just very interesting, his observations on what people should do, what they shouldn't do, and how they played. Adam Spencer's or the experts? No, no, the experts. The when, experts. When does that air? Uh, that's. I think it's eleven forty-five on maybe Friday night. Oh, that's a very important time slot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, is that Channel Ten? That is Channel Ten. So is that taken over Blokes World? No, no, no. Blokes World's still there. Blokes World is still there. It's, it's just. You getting, know, I've yet to see Blokes World. It's just I've getting pushed back later well, and later. We've, we've had a request from a listener for us to check out Blokes World. Mm. So, uh, so I'm going to see what we can do about that. Uh, find out when Blokes World is on. That that'd be a start. Friday night, Channel Ten, I guess. Right mm. after Joker Poker. Yes. Right. A um, couple of new shows on this week. Uh, everybody's very excited. We have the premiere of Australian Princess. Ah, Which yes. looks like a whole bucket of fun. Yes. We're also so very excited. Yes. Um, when, when's that on? Uh, that is on on Wednesday nights on Channel 10 at 7.30. So, so not, mean... not replacing Australian Idol, as you heard it first here on Box Cutters <laughs> a few weeks ago. So you heard it incorrectly first. So that doesn't mean that Australian Idol's finished. No, no, oh no! (laughs) Australian Idol's still got a long way to go, I think. Seven Um, years, I believe. uh, I should have mentioned this last week, but tonight at nine thirty, replacing the footy show on Channel Nine is Sharks on Trial, (laughs) which sounds like a border in the court. (laughs) Order, isn't it it water in the court? (laughs) Yeah. Um, We were talking about Survivor before on Tuesday night on Channel Nine, ten thirty. We've got the new series of The Apprentice. Yeah, which is uh, which has just gone to air in the states as well. We're about a week and a half behind so, on that. Um, with the Donald, 
with the Donald. Yeah. Yes. There's also Martha Stewart Apprentice. There's also, uh, starting on Fox 8, a show called The Cut, which uh, is The Apprentice, but with Tommy Hilfiger instead. There are really so many Apprentice knockoffs. Plus, Fox 8 are re-screening that terrible Richard Branson one. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, which is, oh, that was just yeah, shocking. Just a reluctant shocking. billionaire. Or yes. Yeah. Uh, Fox 8 this week also uh, started showing America's Next Top Model. And oh, okay. it is very, very current because uh, this episode aired in the States after the Emmys. And uh, the Emmys were on last week, so we're maybe only a week behind in America's Next Top Model. I love this show. <laughs> I absolutely so, love this show. So is the Emmys the, the model's first kind of gig? Uh, no, 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 no. Because you had that reality, Jeff Probst and the other. No, guy. no, they were they were last year's. Or oh, one was okay. from last year. One was from a previous series. Naima was from last year, and she won. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was mentioned in the what our models have been doing since the last series uh, show. So, uh, so this series is very, very, very current, and so, it so is had, a great competition show. So, how did they explain what Kate Must had been up to? <laughs> Kate, apparently, mad for Gag. A bat. Who would have known? Who would have known? Who would have known? Um, I've, I've lost the ability to talk. Also coming up on free to air on uh, Wednesday at um, uh, on Channel Ten at nine forty is the B Team, the new one by American Rosso. Yes, uh, which which seems quite interesting, but we're still yet to know exactly what they're kind of doing. The mm-hmm. ads show nothing. American Rosso know nothing. Well, their their entire series on Channel Nine showed nothing. Mm. Well, yeah. And, uh, and that did very well. We'll put a light time globe slot. into a microwave. Um, but Ooh. finally, the show that we're all waiting for, uh, next week on Channel 7 on Thursday at 8.30 is the Las Vegas Crossing Jordan crossover episode. <gasps> so that's fantastic. I've been waiting for Las those Vegas two shows and, to get together. Crossing Jordan. What? <laughs> I've been... I, you know, the first time I saw Las Vegas, I thought, that's going to go so well with Crossing Jordan. Exactly. I can't exactly. wait. And now, finally, together at last... <laughs> Jesus shit! Also, the uh, the first episode. Well, I can't wait until they they as a crossover become one and then go crossover with oh, the Gilmore Girls. Ah, oh, that'll be exciting. Yes, the uh, <laughs> the first episode of Lost uh, series two aired this week in the United States, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm back on board. I I it's lost good. it, you know, no pun intended. I I really had no feel for the for the show at the end of the last season, and this first episode is great. So uh, that'll probably air. On Channel Seven next February. I heard the hatch reveal was a little bit disappointing. Uh, yeah, it's you know what it, the whole show is nothing but contrivance. So you've just got to go with it. I okay. think. I thought they weren't revealing anything about the innards of the hatch until the third episode of the new series. Uh, well, no, it's I been heard revealed in, in, okay. the, in the first episode. <laughs> uh, so that's new shows. Um, just a quick follow up to you from the other week. Mm. Uh, if you missed the premiere of Everybody Hates Chris, UPN is uh, giving you the chance to see it at your convenience over the next few days. Uh, the network has teamed up with internet search giant Google uh, to offer streaming video of the debut episode of Chris, which bowed to UPN record ratings last week. Uh, and act quickly on that because yes. uh, that's been up for the last couple of days and I don't know what they actually mean by a few days. Will be available through till Thursday, September 29th. Hopefully, you're listening to this tonight, <laughs> but that'll be kind of tomorrow morning. And, and so, if Australian not, time. 
If not, I'm sure somebody's got it on a bit torrent somewhere. Grab it quick, and, and you can grab it off that. The, yeah, let's the uh, problem about it is it's streaming, so it might not be great. Right, let's go to the quiz. The moment you've all been waiting for. Mm. Congratulations to Chad, <gasps> who won last week's quiz. The correct answers were Ross. Uh, for the uh, alias Jennifer Garden question, Jennifer Garner. Gardner question, the answer was she. Um, uh, Dude, where's my car? Was the uh, movie that she thanked for getting her the role. And Brett, Rose's real name. The second question: What is Rose's real name? The s- question number two: <laughs> John McManus. And and there you have it. So congratulations, Chad. We'll uh, send you. An email. Uh, <laughs> You'll get your prize when the other competition is resolved. <laughs> yes. Well, we do have the other competition. We've mm. already had an entry for that. Uh, and we want many, many, many more. October the 18th, you have until to... Yeah, that, that was the arbitrary date we came up with. October the 18th, you'll have until to, uh, to create a design logo for box cutters. Mm-hmm. We're looking for a logo. You need to design it. That's what I'm saying. That's not over the Thursday, is it? I should explain that now, as we're recording, it's Thursday. Yes. What does is it matter? It Tuesday, isn't it? I don't, okay. What does it matter? It's a very we arbitrary said, kind of date. It was arbitrary. <laughs> we yeah. said when. I said October 18. That's it. Yeah. Get your entries in by October 18. Are That's we, it. Are we doing a quiz this We week? are doing another quiz. Have you got a question? I have a question. Does anyone else have a question? Uh, so, no, I've got, I got no. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a one-question quiz. Question, oh, what surprise? One the, the prize will be a box cutters T-shirt when the logo is designed. So after maybe, October, maybe, the maybe it should be a half box cutters T-shirt this week how because there's only one question <laughs> I have to get right. How many box cutters T-shirts is Chad going to win? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think Chad might have to go into the. Uh, into hey, we the did have other entries. Yeah, we did. Don't we did get have, us wrong. Oh, other we entries. had other entries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we had other we had other entries. And thank you so much for all your entries to the boxcutters at gmail.com. Did anybody mention that? Did it first? No, I mentioned it earlier. Did it right at the top of the show? Okay. And uh, boxcutters.littlerunningbear.com if you want to check out the blog. That's going to change soon. Um, but we were talking about The Simpsons before, so this week's question is: The Simpsons is the longest running show, uh, comedy show, in terms of years, running at seventeen currently. Um, but only third in terms of episodes. What are the two sitcoms with more episodes? Oh, that's a good one. I've got another. I've got another Simpsons question. So, question number two. Go. Question two. You will get a full box like <laughs> yeah, the t-shirt. for the other half of the t-shirt. For the other half of the t-shirt. <laughs> question number two. We mentioned earlier on in the show that Liam Neeson did not play Groundskeeper Willie. Who does play the voice of Groundskeeper Willie? On The Simpsons. Ooh, tough. Answer that question and Ross's question, and you can be in the running. I hope you're listening, Chad. <laughs> to win a box cutters t shirt, email those answers to theboxcutters at gmail.com. And that's the show for oh, another week. Already? That's it. Wait a minute, what about number 11? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> show. What happened to Glenn Close? She's gone, she's left the country. That's Box Cutters. Thank you, Ross. Thank you. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Bull Boys. The Box Cutters at gmail.com and boxcutters.littlerunningbear.com. Get onto it, get into it, get on it. Stay tuned for more information about that new URL. Yes. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh I like it. Box Cutters.